The views and opinions expressed in Expert Idiots are not entirely based in fact, but instead designed to fill you with an aloof sense of wonder and joy about the absurdity of the world and humanity. The hosts and guests understand their incompetence and present this silly fiction with full and complete knowledge of their foolishness. This podcast is not designed to replace or supplement actual history or for real book learning. Motherfucker. Breaking news, everybody. It turns out that it is time for Expert Idiots. I'm your host, Dr. Tyler. Uh, And I'm Dr. Greg. And we are both really real doctors who are really, really here to really, really tell you all the really real facts about All all of the really real things that exist in the world. That's very true. As the, as the youth like to say, we keep it 100 here. Like the Romans. Like the Romans, yes. Keep it. That's a Kanye. Mm-hmm. We have connected. <coughs> Whew, sorry, that, ba- that, that little vape hit there has hit me, uh, hit me pretty hard. Let me. Uh, whew, what, are we, uh, what are you vaping today? Well, today I'm vaping Max Vapor's Max Krispies. It's a blueberry rice krispies flavor. You know, as I as I do it, you know, I like to get that good inhale in to get that good stimulation, right. much like the late great Dr. Sherlock Holmes. Mm-hmm. This one, however, was produced right in the LBC, uh, Long Beach, California, manufactured by Victory Liquid. And their uh, their slogan is Max Vapor, Max Flaper, Max Steeping, Max VG, which stands for vegetable glycerin. It's the stuff that makes your shit real like thick and syrupy. Right. You know, only um, only some real high end high end vape high sticks end can handle so much VG. <laughs> so what do you think we should what, what should we uh, what should we tackle today on um, on this? You know, this podcast of all podcasts. Well, Dr. Greg. Um, I believe with uh, recent events that have uh, transpired, there was a uh, rocket launch not long ago, and it got me thinking, hey, you know, I don't think we've talked about the initial um, going to the stars, you know, the space race. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, yeah. Okay. Okay. Space race. Early days. Right, and the you know the 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 time that the U.S. competed with Russia because we thought that whoever made it to space first won. What right, and of course one one in one in being I a mean, country. Right, and I mean, I mean, look at everybody today, and we all know who. Well, I will say that the U.S. certainly won because they won the space race and also Soviet Russia no longer exists. Yes, the so. Soviet Union is not a thing anymore. So in a very real way, we definitely won being a country and the Soviet Union did not. Did not, no. Um, and, I, and, I'll, and I'll give that to us. I'll give that to us for sure. Now... I think the first thing we need to hop on if we're going to talk about the space race is... Well, I think uh, we need to go back to the very, you know, as we like to do in the show, we start. We like to start at the beginning of things. Yeah, that's this it true. Helps, it helps paint the, the, the picture and lay the foundation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Certainly, and, and I think with this one, it's really easy to start... Uh, you know, in the 1940s, right? When, when, like, the, you can go, oh, we're gonna start in the 1940s when we're space racing, bruh. No, you got to go back like another 50 years mm-hmm. and realize we've been to space. The space race is only is slightly a misnomer. You know, we went to space back in you know 1900, 
1896 was the first time we ended up in space. Um, right. Completely by accident. Yeah, it was uh, just uh, that failed experiment. Um, uh, the Wright brothers, when they were testing mm-hmm. out, you know, one of mm-hmm. their first uh, designs of a plane, uh, just had like a big wound up like a uh, band of rubber, mm-hmm. and uh, you know they let it go and it 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 propelled them too far and they actually ended up right above our atmosphere. Just uh, in the it's it, they're and, a lot uh, and, the th- and that's the thing, the Wright brothers, much like Nikola Tesla, were way ahead of their time. Um, but they didn't even know it. Like, you know, unlike Tesla, who knew exactly what he was doing and that he was really just a future man that happened to grace our existence uh, when he did. The Wright brothers were so 3008 right. that they were, they, were, they were up in the sky in, in the 1890s mm-hmm. uh, all the way up into space by accident. You know, and they didn't even know it. Uh, so the first-hand count accounts that you'll ever read, you know, if you ever go to, you know, any sort of Wright Brother Museum or Aviation Museum, you'll start you'll start to see, you know, the first people to ever really experience um, zero gravities in space and and, and any and, and outside of the atmosphere. The first people to really experience that was, of course, James and Carter Wright. Right. Because that's their name. Uh, the the Wright brothers, of course. Yeah, the Wright brothers. The Wright brothers. What other Wright brothers would there be? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Worth you know, not not. A lot of people like to con- confuse the Wright brothers for that guy who invented popcorn. That's right. Orville Redenbacher. That's a different okay. person. Different guy. Mm-hmm. Also an inventor. Also right. a brilliant scientist. Strangely not enough, invented the helicopter. Which I mean. That I, I mean a, that that I can I guess I can see why there's a confusion because of the because of because of the fact that Orville right. Redenbacher also invented mm-hmm. the helicopter, but they invented the principles of aviation, and of course were the first people to ever go to space. Uh, in fact, uh, their uh, cousin, I believe, is still up there. They left him there. He uh, was one of their early uh, test flights. He's uh, yeah. I think he's still orbiting. And the funny thing is, is, you know, people talk about before we went to space, how we sent monkeys to space that actually kind of came from this. Uh, right. Mm-hmm. Or um, James and Carter Wright, their cousin, Jimmy, that they ended up leaving up there um, was a bit of a simpleton, kind of right. a dumb guy, a uh-huh. little bit mentally challenged. And people Which... just kind of like. Assumed it was like a monkey that we left there. Back then that we didn't have the same um, social uh, culture that we have nowadays. And people people like Jimmy, um, well, well, frankly, society just didn't didn't, uh, care too much for people like him. Yeah, they said he was just some sort of monkey boy. Right. And now (laughs) they would would throw bananas at him and call him that. You're like, oh, uh, go eat banana donkey, you know. Or monkey, sorry. I'm too I'm too busy thinking of Donkey Kong. Right. Which by the way, that's another topic that we'll need to get to. Why is Donkey Kong named Donkey? Um that's a monkey, certainly. Right. I digress, I digress. Well, not to, not we Japan did not have their hat in the space race. Not for real. Not. So they called this they called the, the the period in the nineteen forties when the US and Soviet era Russia were competing to reach the moon as the space race because you know it rhymes even mm-hmm. though we had already both been to space we've been there we just wanted to put a new it was a PR thing really most yeah yeah it was a really good way for us to rhyme and everyone right. knows if you rhyme to Americans they'll hop mm-hmm. behind a cause exactly you know you know Never fear, underdog is here. Uh huh. Number one show. Number one show. Any every, anytime it was on. Mm-hmm. Um. What's uh like? You know what's new Scooby Doo? We're coming right. after you. Mm-hmm. That's you know from the new Scooby Doo. Right. And that that show has been airing for a long time. Um. We all know based. It's all based on ancient legends, which I mean. Mm-hmm. Topic for another day, but yeah, but 
It's you. You throw a rhyme. Roses are red, violets are blue. Go kill Hitler because he killed the Jews. Right. Like that's a really classic, really classic rhyme that got people on board for the whole, you know, murdering Hitler. Um, you know. So again, space race was just a way to get people behind. Um, something that we were already doing and something we'd already started doing. Um, yeah. And and I, I, and I, of course, I don't mean to, to spoil the ending because, you know, we kind of already did, yes, America won. Well, of course. Uh, but there was so much to it, you know? There really was. Um, the early days of, you know, the, when the Soviets tried <laughs> to get into space early, um, a lot of their rockets just, frankly, didn't, make it out of the atmosphere, you know, out of the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. They just mm-hmm. blew up right then and there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the interesting who, thing with, with that, though, is that it actually helped keep most of their country warm, all the failed rockets. Um, <coughs> Russia, Yeah, so I mean, many, dude, I mean, the lots wildfires. Lots of people were supposed to be dying in the gulag mm-hmm. over there. Right. They ended up actually getting a really nice Surviving. Mm-hmm. Because, because they were being showered with hot metal parts. Right. Mm-hmm. That it turned Siberia into a wonderland for a little while, you know. Yeah, all the permafrost melted briefly, and a beautiful rainforest. Uh, Which is kind of place. funny because it was called permafrost, but it still melted. <laughs> it like, did. Okay, that's that's how hot these rockets were getting. <laughs> and and that's what global warming is. It that's where it started. Thank you, Soviet Russia. You know, Soviet Russia really fucked up a lot of things because they did. They created that rogue, you know. They created the rogue AI, and that's why it destroyed itself. But well, that's what Sputnik was, right? You know, Sputnik was was not just a uh, a really awesome satellite. You know, it was also the first artificial intelligence program ever written, which gave way to what we now know as you know Skynet and right. um. The ter- the Terminators, it, no. you know, it's man. One day those guys are gonna come through, and it's gonna be rough. Yeah, oh, I think we got about what six years now. Oh. Six years, uh. you know. See, once you know, once but once so like but like you know, I'd like to thank these really comfortable six years. So please, anyone who likes our show, send us money. Right, L- lots of money. Lots of um, it. I take I accept Bitcoin. Uh, and I accept well, I definitely. Ripple. We definitely accept that. Um, you know, whatever you feel is fair. Ethereum. Ethereum. Um, I will only accept Ethereum because it sounds cool. Right. Um, that's 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 why I don't believe in Ethereum the same way I believe in Bitcoin or Ripple. But, um, I definitely think Ethereum sounds the most like a fantasy <laughs> currency. <laughs> Ethereum sounds like Ethereum sounds like the name of a of a sci-fi television program. Like the like the like the ship. It's named after like the ship in a sci-fi. I'm getting off topic. You I are. mean, I guess only I guess not well, really. I mean, we're talking really. about sci-fi. You were talking about fictional ships, but we're at, we we are discussing actual historical uh, <laughs> ships. Uh, obviously, Sputnik, the rogue AI that they sent off into space after it became self-aware. And then, of uh, course, ours, Voyager, Voyager, which, which right. was sent out basically just to take down Sputnik. Mm-hmm. But ended up just missing its mark and just kept going, and it, mm. it just never stopped. So it's still and out then, there. And then, and then who runs into it? Who runs into it in the, in the near future? Captain James T. Kirk. Right. You know, and that was the plot of the first Star Trek movie. Mm-hmm. Um, which is that's a hundred percent correct, by the way. They run into an AI program named V'ger, and V'ger is basically just Voyager, Voyager with some of the names, right. but the name got scratched out. And you know, it should it, it just goes to show mm-hmm. human ingenuity. You know, it it it, it blows up. It, it blows it up. It, it really blows up. Mm-hmm. So. At the beginning of the space race, you know, first thing we see, first thing we see is um, our president at the time, uh, you know, John Kennedy. 
JFK. Right. In the early uh, 60s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. John Kennedy during the space race. Um, he steps out and he goes, you know, man. I think the moon is made out of cheese. And mm-hmm. he really he really wanted to, to go get some mm-hmm. go get some of that cheese. So he goes, I think the moon is made out of cheese. Mm-hmm. We need to get there. This we is a press this is a press conference that he holds. Mm-hmm. Someone mistranslates it, uses thinks that like they, they translate it to so to, to, to Russian, um under the impression that cheese in this case meant the slang word for cheese meaning money. Money. Right. The Russian reporter gives that to then and still current ruler Vladimir Putin and says, hey, here's this. Vladimir Putin grabs that, looks at it and goes, there's money on the moon. In Soviet Russia, moon money money. is for Soviet Russia or something like that. Mm -hmm. You know, he did, you know, he did a better job of that than I than me because, you know, he was actually. Russian, <laughs> but um, America then hears that and goes, "No, that's our cheese. We just claimed it." Right. Russia goes, "No, that's our cheese. We're gonna go get it." And basically, start said, of the Cold War, start of the space mm-hmm. race. Start of the space race said, "Whoever gets there first gets the cheese." And, exactly. You know. So, Strangely enough, what I thought was interesting is that while Kennedy thought that it was like a uh, like a hard cheese, you know, like like a, a like a like a parmesan, like a, like a real hard parmesan, right? Yeah, uh, the the Soviets actually thought it to believe more of a, a soft, more like a like a brie. Um, yeah, like a brie that was like also money. Mm-hmm, right. Like it was like a money brie. <laughs> right. Which is like a really weird thing that they really uh, odd conclusion they got they got to, but let's uh-huh. be, uh, let's all be honest, Soviet era Russia that was a really weird time in human it history. Really, it just a lot of things didn't make sense about it. Up was down, you know. I heard it, you know, in Soviet Russia the car drives you is really yep. That, that was, was a, one that's of a those classic mm-hmm. classic Soviet Russia thing. Um, in Soviet Russia, you don't listen to podcasts. Podcast listens to you. Right. That was really there. That was there. That was their like secret way of saying, "Hey, we're mm-hmm. spying on literally everybody." Yep. That's when they invent Spetsnaz and uh-huh. fucking the KGB, KGB when they hop when they brought the KGB on the scene. Mm-hmm. The O the ODVs the um, the ODVs the, the o- RVCs RVCs um, the RBs QVCs the RBs. as we all know um, the HVAC units right mm-hmm. all. Came about all came about during Soviet, Soviet Russia, and all, so it was like all during, you, you know, it was all weird. during the research phase. You know, all these things came out of it. Yeah, and it was weird, but like, you know, it was still good. It was good it for was humanity. Good. But anyway, so now we've got this space race, and what do we do? We go Apollo program. Mm-hmm. Apollo Paul. program, motherfuckers. You know what we're talking about when we say Apollo program. I'm talking Tom Hanks. Mm-hmm. I'm talking the other two guys in that movie. Kevin Bacon. Was it Kevin? Was it? Was it? Was Woody Harrelson Bill in that picture? Paxton. Was it Bill Paxton? Um, was Bill Paxton? I gotta look up Apollo 13 now. We're gonna we're gonna have the engineer engineer look it up. He'll let us know. No, I'm looking for the movie Wikipedia. <laughs> I'm not looking for actual information. I just need to know the I just need to know the actors. It was Bill Paxton. Tom Hanks, Bill Paxton. Yeah. Kevin, Bacon, Kevin Bacon, and then and then Gary Sinise. Gary Sinise, yes. It was a damn wonderful movie. Yeah, it was they, great. Obviously, I mean, based on true events. 
but you know there was so much more to that mission than that movie led on as we all know um the true story behind it you know and, the malfunctioning and, 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 and we'll, we'll talk and, we'll talk about know. that a little bit in this episode uh just a little bit but you know remember the space race really ended you know at Apollo 11 when we when we actually reached the moon right with with you know Neil Neil Hamburger or sorry Neil Armstrong not the mm-hmm. comedian Neil Hamburger no uh Neil Armstrong and and Woody mm-hmm. um oh sorry Buzz 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 not Woody different I got Toy Story on the mind here um you know when Woody and Buzz landed in the Apollo right. 11 missions on, uh-huh. on on the moon Definitely. And spoiler alert, there was no cheese. Just a bunch of rocks. Just a bunch of rocks. Um, okay, so let's talk about Apollo one through ten. Because Apollo one through ten and and, and you know and and we're we're focusing a lot on the American side here because let's be honest, the Russian side was really boring. They sent up Sputnik and then basically they just kept sending failed ships so that their country yeah. would stay warm. So at a certain point, it wasn't as much of a space race as it was a space sprint for America while, you know, Russia was over there wanking each other off. I don't know what they were doing. Whatever they were doing in Soviet Russia. You know? Oh, sorry. You don't wank off in Soviet Russia. Wank offs you. Off you, right. (laughs) So Apollo 1. Apollo 1. Tell me all all about it, Dr. Greg. Well, we all know that Apollo 1 started. Um in the early 60s mm-hmm. and uh it was basically just an attempt to make sure that we could get people uh into space um it ended in tragedy though when on the launch pad um somebody thought it would be a good idea to to leave uh, a snack out for one of the astronauts and since you know, science wasn't what it is today. The balance of everything was thrown off, and and uh, you know the ship crashed into the ocean. Yep, before it before it even made it to space. Right. And then you know Apollo two came along. Mm-hmm. Uh, now uh, before before we get to Apollo okay. two though, um, and, and the rest of the Apollos, and then um, we're, we have a very 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 special guest. Um, I do want to hop over. And check in with some of our sponsors this week. Uh, we'll hop in with them. And then we'll jump back in. And trust me when I say we've got one of the specialist guests. And by special, I mean supernaturally special. Oh, Thanks for sticking around. Um, we're going to hop over to our, you know, our power zone to get that cash. Get that, right. get that sweet, sweet podcast money. And here's a word from our sponsors. Have you ever been at home, sitting by the fire with your loved ones and thought, boy, this is really, 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 really boring. Well, I've got the product for you. This product is called the Jelly Squishies. Well, the Jelly Squishies is a really fun, intuitive way to play with slime while you're spending time doing things that bore you. For example, you could be at home with your kid talking about whatever dumb shit they did for school. But you could also be playing with Squishies. Squishies make any boring task enjoyable, even the most boring task of all, attending a funeral. Bring your squishies to a funeral and your parents will thank you, unless they're dead or it's their funeral. Either way, someone will thank you. Please get a squishy, we really need the money. Thank you. And welcome, welcome back, Doctor Greg. We were just just about to talk about Apollo two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven eight, eight, nine, nine and ten. ten. Right. 
Uh, I want to buzz through this. No pun intended. Uh, no pun. Um, because I want to get to our guests here. Uh, but let's talk Coming a little bit about the other Apollo far. missions. <laughs> uh, so Apollo two. Apollo two. Uh, didn't have the same problem as Apollo one. You know, Apollo two actually got it up to space, but just barely. You know. Yeah, not a lot of not they they, they remembered. Hey, if we're gonna do snacks, Ziploc mm-hmm. baggies. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And 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 that would that turned out to be the number one reason why they made it to space in the first place. Ziploc bag. Well, yeah, because all the all the other you know the, you know the snack the snack was out for the first one, right? It was. That was the, mm-hmm. And the, yeah. now the snacks in a Ziploc bag, and they made it to space. Coincidence? I think not. No. And so uh, Apollo three, clearly same thing. They just got a little bit further in space. That's all the Apollo missions eventually turned out to be. I mean, just little by little, they just little got little. a little Apollo further, was a crazy little further. Because it was like a, it was like um, Apollo three was just like dealt with a lot of the same problems Apollo thirteen did, just about ten times less. Right. Um. The math so, checks out. It really it does. The math um, checks out. It, you know, <laughs> um, you know, just as like, and that's that's you know, and once we do get to Apollo eleven, you'll see mm-hmm. Apollo eleven featured a lot of loose snacks. Um, un- you know, fortunately for them, they were able to account for it, um, and it well, was I mean, better. It was. It was much better. Uh, and I believe the 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 shape of the snacks also played a big role. Mm-hmm. Into right, it. I think uh, they use bananas, which kind of already did. have a natural like aerodynamic. Very, and they're, uh, they, you know, they have a container, know. like they have a right. natural container. They do and ergonomic, so. you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, banana, right. dude. Ev- just by the way, in case you didn't know, uh, listeners out there, bananas are the most ergonomic of fruits. They are. They fit a human hand perfectly, almost as if they were made for them. Yeah, if there's any fruit that humans should be eating, it's a banana. It's bananas, and and it's bananas. I'm not talking. Don't cut. Don't cut it into pieces. I'm talking down it on your gob. Don't worry that it looks like a ween. No. Just fucking pile it in there. Mm-hmm. No shame. No game. All right. Does that make sense? It does. No shame. No game. So uh, Apollo four, mm-hmm. Apollo Apollo four, we move a little bit, we we inch a little bit closer. Um, this one was really interesting because this one was the was you know featured a celebrity. We sent Richard Pryor. We uh, did with, with Apollo four, and he was mm-hmm. like, "Hey, motherfucker," or whatever. I don't know what uh-huh. he sounds like. That's basically yeah. what he said. Yes. And 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 they were like, "Oh man, dude, wouldn't it be way funnier if Richard Pryor was." Was saying motherfucker in space, Apollo mm-hmm. four, um, Apollo five, uh, Apollo five was nicknamed Apollo Creed. Right. Uh, Apollo five was a really really rocky based adventure. Um, rocky hadn't even come out yet, but like Rocky was kind of inspired by Apollo mm-hmm. five. Um, well, it was the first Apollo mission with all black astronauts, which was. Yep. Which is a very God, uh, like a such a deal. huge leap mm-hmm. for diversity that no one really talks was. about mm-hmm. when Apo- with Apollo Five. You know, people go like, "Oh, you know, you know, it it didn't start, you know, until like you know everything's so unequal." We sent an entirely black crew on Apollo Five, you know. Mm-hmm. But I understand what they're saying because afterwards, because it failed, they immediately blamed them for being black. It, it, and right, and then they were ostracized from the community. Um, I mean, like, let's be honest, the four before it were, like, white guys, and they didn't blame them for being white, but, like, ah, what are you going to do? It's the past. Right. Different time, different culture. <laughs> different time, different time, different culture. Um, Apollo 6. Um, Apollo 6, um, everybody, uh, like, Apollo 6 was... Really close to getting canceled because mm-hmm. um, a lot of like heavy metal rockers would come out in in like cheer for like the Apollo Six. And they're like Apollo Six Six Six, and they're like, "No, you're misunderstanding. It's not what this. Yeah, not what we're going with. Very misleading. Very misleading. So, but they went, they went, and you know, through whatever satanic powers they were able to con- they were to conjure, got pretty close. Not 
you know, nearly close enough. Um, Apollo 7. It's hard for me to talk about Apollo 7 because Apollo 7 was probably the most tragic. Right. You know, of of the early Apollo missions. Yeah. I mean, it was uh, the first mission where the whole crew was like just seven-year-old kids and they thought, we can build. We can build. They thought they could build the ship smaller, use, and it would you know, be lighter, le- and lighter, it, less money. It could go like, faster. Oh, it's, it's Apollo Seven, full of seven-year-olds, yeah. right? Seven-year-olds, yeah. So you know that one didn't even make it to space. It, it was like didn't. they just built a bomb full of kids. And so it, much just, blood. God, it's so hard to talk about Apollo Seven without thinking of the and and they crewed it with ninety kids. Why 90? All the other crews had like five guys. They put 97-year-olds into Apollo 7 and blew it up over the ocean. It almost seems like, I mean, many conspiracy theories abound. um, Yeah. But, you know, you say the ship was only built for 85. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. And, And we'll let you guys come up with your own opinions on that, but Apollo 7... Super, 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 super tragic. tragic. So much, so much child death. Apollo eight, though, complete flip. Apollo complete eight, they, they put a lot. They they just put an eighty year old guy up there. They're one like, yeah. one eighty year old dude, mm-hmm. and he was like, this guy was a World War Two veteran. You know what? So he was just smoking tons of cigarettes uh-huh. and and fucking. He got he got sent up to space and he was like, "I'll show these whippersnappers how to do it." Mm-hmm. And he was he made it real dang far. He did. Um, some people theorized that he was actually on the moon. He just didn't want to get out of the car because it was going to be too cold for him. He didn't bring a jacket. Didn't bring a jacket is what he said. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's true. Again, check your conspiracy theorist websites. Mm-hmm. If you really want any information on the fringe ideas that come from the space race and other things that we talk about, you're welcome to go check out these conspiracies. But I, you know, I'm not gonna sit in here and explain to you all the reasons why, you know, but why Fred might have been the first guy on the moon because I don't yeah. believe it. You know, um, <laughs> Apollo Nine. Apollo Nine uh, was nicknamed Apollo Fine. This was the one where they tried to send supermodels. Uh-huh. Um, again, ended in Also tragedy. a miserable failure. <laughs> miserable, just, miserable failure. Just. Uh, Apollo 9, a.k.a. Apollo Fine. Um, that's what the opening scene of Barbarella is based on, the Jane Fonda p- picture, mm-hmm. when, when Jane Fonda was just naked floating around in space, based on Apollo Fine. Um, right. You know, we lost most of the crew for Apollo Fine, the the one person who did survive, of course, was um, uh, uh, Tyra Banks. As a as, yeah, yeah. Tyra Banks, who uh, suffered from a really weird thing where she aged backwards um, when she was up there. Uh huh. In order for her to be the age that she is today, she is now, yeah. Um, because she, you know, if if she wouldn't have aged backwards, she would have. She would, she would, of course, be much, much older now. Mm-hmm. Physically, I believe she, she looks like, you know, she's in her forties now. But I, 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 do believe chronologically she's probably about a hundred and six. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the space race did a lot of weird things. Not a lot of people like to talk about the other Apollo missions. No, and then Apollo, uh, uh ten. Apollo ten, uh, which the nickname for Apollo ten was. Apollo, and then because they knew they weren't gonna make it with ten, they knew Mm -hmm. that eleven was gonna be the number. Yeah. So like it was like kind of like a precursor to the actual success of Apollo eleven. Right. And then, as we all know, Apollo eleven made to the moon. (laughs) We got uh, Woody and Buzz hopped Mm -hmm. up on there. Or sorry, Buzz Aldrin and Neil Armstrong jump up on the moon. And speaking of, you know that that famous Neil Armstrong quote. Um, what quote do you mean? Oh, is he here? 
Was that him? Our guest? Our special guest? Do you mean that was one small step for a man? One giant leap for mankind? That is him. Neil, Neil, Neil Armstrong. Yeah, the ghost of Neil Armstrong is this our uh, is our is our esteemed guest today. Um, hold uh, on, let me uh, let me welcome, let me. I'm gonna, go gra- I'm gonna go grab a drink really quickly. <laughs> I'll be right back. Uh, you keep 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 the interview going. Um. So Neil, welcome. It's Hello. An honor. It's an honor uh, having you on our show. Well, it's an honor being on your show. I've heard many of the things you've talked about, and as a scientist, I greatly agree with every uh, stance that you've taken. I believe it to be the 100% honest, factual truth, and um, because of this, I'd like to officially give you my posthumous seal of approval. Well, uh, thank you. Uh, it, 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 it means a lot, uh, coming from a great man such as yourself. Um I would, Dr. Some would Tyler say the greatest man, here. right, yeah. ladies? <laughs> so I, uh, I fucked a lot back in the '60s after I, bet, I, uh, I, I after I landed did. the Apollo mission. So you know, Just, a lot of women, a lot of women, still mm-hmm. really into the old Neilster, you know. Right. Uh, so what's what's uh, what are you up to uh, nowadays? When you're well, you know, I just haunt Tyler, Dr. Okay. Tyler, and I've been haunting him since he, he was a, an infant. Mm-hmm. He has, well, he has been complaining of nightmares recently. Yeah, uh, I, I've been haunting him, but recently I've been a lot more active since I saw he did the podcast. I really wanted okay. to be on the show. Be on the, um, right. You I must told have... him that if he let me come on the show that I would then, you know, stop haunting his dreams. Right. Um... Which, between you and me, that was a lie. I plan on still haunting his dreams. Uh, because guess what? His dreams have a lot of sexy women in them. And oh. I'm Neil Armstrong, and I've got that kind of pull. You, you got that kind of... I bet you, yeah, you do. I'm, I'm looking at you, and I'm, I, I'm finding it hard to, to resist myself. I mean... I know, I know. First guy on please, the moon, please, right? Please stay, uh, please stay back. I, um, I don't really roll that way, Dr. Greg. That's... That's fair. Um, so you wanted to ask me a few questions about uh, yeah, the Apollo so missions. The Apollo missions, Apollo 11, your famous mission. Um, why, what made yours stand out from all, all the rest? I mean, we discussed the other ones. Briefly. Well, yeah. mine made it to the fucking moon. <laughs> it sure did. Everyone else pretty much just, it was like gimmicks. They, they started right. off with a real goal, then they went with a bunch of dumb gimmicks like, hey, let's kill a bunch of children. Let's put an 80-year-old man on the moon. Let's put a bunch so, of supermodels in a plane. So you're 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 on the side of the conspiracy theorists with Apollo Seven. And oh, Apollo Seven! Like I'm gonna throw this out there. Apollo Seven was designed to kill children. Um, Apollo Seven, firstly, like you said earlier in in the podcast, I was listening. It was designed for 85. They put 90 people in it. They did. First mistake right there. You're going against the fire marshal. They did. Second mistake right there is they put out ads saying, hey, do you have a shitty kid that you just wish you didn't have anymore? How about he be an astronaut? How about he comes out and uh, does some astronaut stuff for us? Mm Mm-hmm. And put out these flyers. And weren't you one of those children who was originally selected to be on this Apollo mission? But due to a last-minute, I believe, accident, you weren't able to make it? You're goddamn right I wasn't. But guess what? I'll tell you what. I wish I was on that flight because if I was on that flight, I would have been able to stop that explosion. You would have. Because guess what? I'm pretty much the only competent astronaut that's ever existed. I mean, look uh, what I did. Look what I did. What has anybody else done besides me? Well, I'm, well, Buzz, Buzz, Buzz was on the, the moon with All you. All right, look, 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 look. I understand that Buzz is still alive, and, and and no disrespect to you, Buzz, if you're listening to this, and I know you are because I've been watching you, and I know you've been keeping up on these expert idiot things. But I'm sorry. Who is the first man on the moon? Dr. Greg, I need you to say it. Uh, well, 
Neil Armstrong was. Neil Armstrong was the first man on the moon. Who was the second man on the moon? Uh, Buzz Aldrin. So guess what? Who always comes second to me? Uh, well, I, I think that, I need you to say this, that, Dr. Greg. That answer Dr. is Greer, right there. Uh, well, I'm not. I'm not at liberty to say that. Dr. Greg, I need you to say this out loud for me because I was the first on the moon. You said it yourself. Who was the second? Who, therefore, will always come second to me? Buzz. Buzz Aldrin. You're goddamn right, Buzz. Do you hear that? I don't. hear that, Buzz? I don't understand why you're doing the whole, you know, you're glowing, making a lot of ruckus with chains. I understand that you're talking to us from the afterlife, but you have to put on the physical appearance. Like, why the chains, Neil? I was a really big fan of uh, uh, Christmas Carol. Okay. I was... Um, I was... You know, I, I thought... I, yeah, I, I really... The character of Marley really resonated mm-hmm. with me, so... I uh, really was into... Uh, specifically, actually, I was really into the uh, Muppets Christmas Carol, okay. where, the, uh, where the two old men mm-hmm. were in chains. Oh, with I, Ma- thought was, mm-hmm. I thought it was pretty funny. With Michael Caine? Yep, Michael Caine. Mm-hmm. Gosh, man, you know... Michael Caine, mm-hmm. a lot of people don't know this, big, big Hollywood secret. You know okay. Michael Caine was the only survivor of Apollo 7? I, well, I, I didn't know there were any survivors. but He was the only wow. one. He, he was the only one. They, they, pulled him from the, they pulled him from the wreckage. Yeah. He had severe amnesia, oh. a lot of memory loss, and they trained him to be the greatest English actor. The world has ever seen. The world has ever seen. Well, uh, it was very laboratory would, trained. You could you could argue to Sir Ian McKellen, but to each their yeah. own. Yeah, yeah, that guy was pretty good. He was good. He made he a good re- Dumbledore. He, was re- he right? made a good uh, mm-hmm. made a good Dumbledore. Yeah, Dumbledore. Mm-hmm. He was because that's who he was. He played Dumbledore. He did in the in the uh, Harry Potter movies. Yes. So let me tell you a little bit about the Apollo 11 mission that, you know, is it public knowledge? Because, you right. know, yeah, sure, it's public knowledge that I was the first, Buzz was the second, then there was a third guy there that room. literally nobody cares about. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let me think. Can I even remember his name? Uh, uh, Michael Collins? Okay. Like, what? all right, Michael Collins. That sounds right. Anyway, so uh, by the way, fuck you, Michael. I, you know, I don't talk about you enough because guess what? You were pretty useless. He, I, mean, I was he the did. I was the first. Buzz was the second. He mm-hmm. hit some golf balls, and now here I am. Anyway, back it, back it up, back it up. So right from the beginning, I knew that I had to act fast, otherwise Buzz was gonna try to get out there and ahead of me. You know. He had that cool nickname. Good. I just had I just had my regular name, you know. Mm-hmm. He had that cool nickname. So Buzz, Buzz was like waiting at the door. Okay. So we get up to space. Thing falls down. I go, hey Buzz, look, your zipper's down. He looks down. Zipper's what? not down. But guess what I'm doing? So, I'm out the door. So your spacesuits had zippers. Um, where exactly? Where exactly on the suit were, were the zippers? That's the biggest secret. Uh-huh. We didn't have zippers. Buzz uh-huh. was just a big dummy. <laughs> but I knew he was a big dummy. So guess what I did? You, you, you tricked him. I, I said, hey. Yeah. I said, hey, your zipper's down. And guess what? He's- where is he even going to fit a zipper on this spacesuit? There's already so many buttons and tubes. So, what, what, what did it feel like being the only person on the moon uh, for for a while? Well, Buzz came out pretty quickly after me. Okay. Uh, but that one moment, mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh shit! I have the coolest thing to say." So then I say it, you know, you one small step for a man, mm-hmm. one giant leap for mankind. Coolest thing probably ever said. Buzz comes out. He's like. I was going to say that, Neil, and I was like, nah, you weren't going to say that. You weren't going to say that, Buzz. You you weren't, you weren't going to say that. And he's like, well, I'm going to hit golf balls on the moon. And I was like, well, no one's going to care about that. 
Turns uh, out people did care about that, did. not you know. But you know, golf was a dying game, and then that happened, and then you know. And now look, now now we got Tiger, Tiger Woods. Everywhere. We got Tiger, Tiger Woods, Woods who had enough money that he could go out and mm-hmm. do stuff to tons of girls, even though right. he was married. Uh-huh. Same as me when I Same got back. You. Turns out being uh-huh. the first man on the moon, you know. Gets you a lot. Right? Gets you a lot, a lot, a lot of strange back in the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, even nowadays, you know, I'm, I'm still getting a lot of ghostly strange. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You know, me and B. Arthur's ghost. Ooh. Ooh we we've been we've been having a real good rumpus out here. Out out here. Where 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 exactly? Out here. Uh, when I say out here, I mean the ethereal plane. Which, okay. If you didn't know, it was basically right. just one giant orgy. Uh huh. Uh, well, the ethereal. Ah, oh, the ethereal plane won't. Right. A lot of things happen on the ethereal plane. Mm-hmm. A lot of things. Mm-hmm. A lot of things happen on the ethereal. What happens, what on, happens the on the ethereal plane, plane stays mm-hmm. in the ethereal plane, unless okay. you're talking about it on expert idiots as a ghost. That's yes. that saying. Don't wear it out. I haven't come uh-huh. up with anything cooler to say than the first thing I said, which you know uh-huh. the one small step thing. I've been still working out for with, you. I've been trying to come up with a second thing. The one small step thing was probably peak for me. Mm. So landing on the moon, that line, that was your peak. That's when you peaked, huh? I mean, yeah, I mean, I like, mean, where do you go from of, there? In terms really? of cool catchphrases, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so after Apollo Eleven, uh, obviously you guys came back uh, yeah. safe and sound. Safe um, and sound. You know. Uh, and all the research that you brought with you, uh, like how far a golf ball can travel on the moon. Uh, I brought back like 30 rocks. I right. didn't believe in the rock bringing back thing. Mm-hmm. I didn't really think that the rock bringing back thing was going to help anybody. But I brought the rocks back. No aliens. Didn't see any aliens. A lot of people thought we saw aliens and the government's covering it up. No aliens. Uh-huh. You know, no a lot, The government covered up a lot of stuff. We're not aliens on the moon. Let's just call Buzz Aldrin, right? Am I right? Uh, huh, Buzz? No. Yeah, you big fucking alien motherfucker. You ugly. You goddamn look like shit, Buzz. You look like shit. Fuck you, Buzz Aldrin. Whoa, it's not that kind of show, Neil. Um, yeah, oh, yeah. You're right. You're right. I'm sorry. It's a really classy podcast. It is. We like I just get a little keep, heated sometimes when I talk. About we like to keep the the language uh, elevated on this show. Uh, we don't use a lot of blue words. This is a family show. Um, we're here to educate. We're not here to uh, masturbate. Right. <laughs> with our words, we're not here to do that with our words. No. We're, we're here to educate, not masturbate mm-hmm. with our words. Uh-huh. Is that what you're saying? That is what I'm saying. Got it. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so Neil. Uh, like I'm saying, after Apollo 11, y'all you came back to Earth. You got a lot of strange. Uh, oh, you shit. Did, you did try to get hey, back into the... Oh, B's, oh B's there. look at you, girl. All right. Oh, uh, uh, sorry, guys. Is, I got to go. I got a date. Oh, I got a date. Yeah. Uh, with, oh, okay. Yeah, please, Ooh. Neil. Can you see, you see the body Neil. on her, Tyler? I, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I certainly, I certainly see the body on her. Well, you know, I'm going to go tear that one up, right? I Yeah, I know you're going to tear that one up. Neil, Neil, Neil again, it's a family show. Sorry, yes. sorry, sorry. I'm not trying to be blue. But uh, it was really great being on your program. I'm going to go fuck the shit out of BR if have a good one. All right, well, uh, see ya. See ya, Neil. Neil, Neil Armstrong. That guy. He, uh, ooh, he's a. Uh, that guy fucks a lot of girls in my dreams. He really does, wow. Sorry, yeah, that guy, that guy, that guy makes love to a lot of women in my dreams. He does. He, he, whew. that's a, that is a ladies man right there. Huh. I mean, I would, I, I don't know if I quite agreed with his position on Buzz Aldrin. I kind of respect so Buzz either. Aldrin. Um, you know, he seems like a guy who knows what he's doing, but, um, perhaps maybe we could have him on next week or see what he's up to. Eventually, we'll, around, eventually we'll, we'll be able to get, but you know he's really yeah. busy right now trying to he help is. them get to Mars, get their right. ass to Mars. Uh-huh. As, you know his shirt says. That is what. Yeah. So uh, I think that kind of brings us to the end of space race. I mean, they yeah. Apollo well, eleven happens. We win the space we race. Soviet Russia there, collapse. Vladimir there. Putin, 
you know, takes the reins, you know, from Soviet Russia. He's able he's able to make the transition from Soviet Russia to Russia. Just Russia. <laughs> you know. Um uh, and then we built the space station. It's still up there. It's Yeah. Uh we're still doing experiments to this day. We uh, haven't really made it to a lot of other celestial bodies not uh, yet. since then. Not officially. Um we do know that in the late eighties that Ed, when he reached a hundred years old, built his own rocket, launched it up, and hasn't been heard from since. Um, yeah, Fred was Fred was uh Fred Fred was definitely definitely a really good astronaut. Mm-hmm. And if it weren't for him, you know, flying away into the night, I I think I would I would have loved to have Fred on the program, mm-hmm. talk about his you know and all all the stuff that he that he did you know. Well, wherever he's at, hopefully. He's listening to this. The signal gets out to him. Hey, Fred. I believe in you. And wherever you are in the great vast void of space, I wish you good luck. And I wish you Godspeed. As do I. All right. So now uh, Uh, sign us off with your classic sign-off line. Also, yes, to our listeners, um, keep your eyes open. Your mouths open, keep your ears open, and most importantly, keep an open mind so you can plant the seed of knowledge and let it grow into a beautiful tree of uh, knowledge. Of knowledge. <laughs> uh, thank you much. Thank you. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody.